Just a quick shout out to you guys from episode 42. That was awesome. You gave me a ton of good tips. As a person whose bank account fluctuates dramatically month to month, uh, that tip on Dave.com, big deal. Thanks again. Peace. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Thanks for coming back again. And uh, today we actually have uh, a return guest. I have Lee from BaldThoughts.com joining the show again. How are you doing, Lee? It's great. So happy to be back. No, it's great having you on. If you didn't catch the episode before where Lee was on, it was it's a two-parter. And on there, Lee gave his uh, five steps to, to start travel hacking. So please go check that out if you want some great tips on how to get started in this whole travel hacking world and even to get a little back on what travel hacking is, uh, because today we're kind of going to piggyback off of that last couple of episodes. And Lee's going to share with us how to pick the travel credit card that best fits you and, and your needs, because I, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges to getting started, right, is to picking the card that's going to work for you. Exactly. Lee, how do you get started with this? Like, what what do you do to pick pick the credit card that's that's going to work? Because there's, there's so many out there. I mean, exactly. you know, if you just do a quick Google search, you're going to come up with, you know, <laughs> pages and pages of results. Yeah. And if and if you're into traveling, you maybe you've uh, signed up for some of the different websites and, and you see them talking about all these cards and it could be overwhelming, right? Because they're, they're, they're constantly pushing this card or that card. And sometimes it's because that's, that's a really good card. And sometimes it's because that's the one that uh, is paying the most right now. So I generally tell people there is no perfect card for everybody. You know, I, I'm not in a cookie cutter world where I believe that everybody can just get focused on one card and, and be done with it. You got to find the card that's going to help you achieve your goals. And for that, it's personal. You got to figure out what's important to you and, and take a listen to that, that last episode. Uh, take a look at the show notes, things like that, and get a little bit of a knowledge. And then from there, one of the things we talk about here is finding the right card. So you got to understand what's important to you. And so from that, really, it's finding the card that uh, is going to be, uh, generally, it's whatever hotel or airline that you really favor. That's the one generally that you're going to want. Uh, to pick. So uh, really it's, there's certain benefits that are available, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, a free upgrade at, at the hotel you're staying at, getting a more ability to, to move up the ladder as far as the loyalty status or on the airlines, it's, Hey, for this, I was able to get free check bags or is able to, to get on the airplane faster ahead of even people that are really loyal to that airline. So finding the right card is, is paramount to making sure that you have a better travel experience. You know, a lot of times, you know, you see particular credit cards that are always recommended as, okay, this is the one you need to go with. This is like the best card for, for getting your rewards. And is that always true? Because like you said, it's not like a, a one size fits all for, for everyone. So for you, is there any resource you'd like to, to make that decision on what card is going to work best for what you're looking for? Unfortunately, there's not like a, a, a one website that you can go to that says, okay, if you like this, then this. Uh, that's not, Unfortunately, that's not how most of the sites are, are developed. And that's why we're, we try to create courses and we try to create pages to help people. But again, it's, it's still not going to walk you exactly through the process. I do have a course that's, that's coming out, walks people through that whole process. But uh, as far as like a, a specific website, most of them aren't doing that because most of them are, are just there to try to sell you on whatever the, the hottest card is at the moment. Uh, okay. So would it be better to, if you find a brand that you really like a hotel chain or an airline, just to start with their website as a, as a place to decide what card to go with? 
Yeah, they're they'll they're generally going to show you their card. The good thing is that a lot of cards they have either uh, no fee versions or annual fee versions. Uh, a lot of times, people are, are afraid of paying an annual fee, and justifiably so. I mean, it's I understand it's. What do you mean? I got to pay for this? Yeah, <laughs> but generally, the the one that you're paying is going to have way better benefits. It's going to have a bigger sign on bonus. It's uh, going to provide higher level of status just from, from day one with the, with that brand or the hotel or the airline. And there's going to be a lot more perks. So a lot of times paying an annual fee, if you're going to travel, if you're not going to travel, okay, that's, that's fine. Like, okay. You kind of wasted your money. Right. Yeah. But if you are going to travel, making that small investment in whatever that annual fee is for that card is going to return multiple times benefits to you down the road. Oh, okay, nice. So that's, that's good to know. Yeah, because sometimes that does kind of scare me away. I know when I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this has a fee. Do I want to pay that? But, you know, it really is a, like a, I guess, like a, a cost benefit analysis in that, in that situation. Like, well, maybe you are paying something, but the return you're going to get from it will outweigh it. So then in that case, it'd be a, it'd be a, a good decision. For example, like I have the, the Marriott card and with that, you get a one free night every year. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the annual fee, I want to say it's like 79 or 89 bucks. Uh, maybe it's $99 now, but you get a free night, pretty much any of the kind of the mid tier and below hotels, which some of them are below hundred dollars. So you obviously don't want to redeem it for that. But if some of the hotels are 150, $200, uh, or even when it, let's say something's happening, like a big event or big concert or big conventions in town, those rates could skyrocket to 250, $300, $400. Now you're getting a really solid return on your investment by paying that 79 to $99 annual fee. And being able to redeem for a room that would have cost you know a couple hundred dollars or more. Uh, that's a that's a good tip. I didn't even think about that. You know, yeah, because you know rates can fluctuate. So if you have that free room kind of like in your back pocket, you can you can use that for one of those events where it's going to cost you you know way more than normally would. So think of it this way: is if you're going to travel, essentially it's like you're buying a Groupon or a, a, a or you have a coupon for a future hotel stay or future airline uh, flight. That's kind of the way to, to kind of uh, approach it in your mind. Okay, nice. And so I have one more question for you too before before we wrap up. What do you think about cashback cards versus, you know, ones that are rewards only or like, or like you get points for, towards a program because, you know, it's always a hard decision and it seems like I should go with the points, but uh, the cashback offers sometimes are, are pretty good as well. But, you know, it's hard to choose which one to go with. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, there are, there are a lot of attractive cashback cards. Uh, I, I have I have one of them, the, the city double cash card it gives you 2% uh, essentially on all your purchases. And that's a solid, that's a solid card because sometimes when it, when you're looking for like a domestic airfare, you're better off using cash to pay for that flight than you are to use the miles because the the redemption value can sometimes not be as attractive. Or there are websites that offer a lot of flash sales where it's like, okay, you can go to London for 350 bucks or you can go to, to Australia for like $700. Well, in that case, because of the, the, the fuel surcharges and taxes that they, they charge on award uh, flight sometimes, you're better off just using the cash to buy that ticket. Ah, okay. I didn't even think about that. So, but the, what you want to do if, you, if you're going to use a cash back card is create a separate like travel fund for yourself, like, you know, like Capital One or one of those online savings accounts that offer a free account. So anytime you get that cash back, dump it in there. And that way, now you have like, that money to draw upon so you, can, so you can take advantage of those great prices. That's a good tip because, you know, I know for me in the past, I've had cards that give like a cash bonus and then you just kind of commingle that with the rest of your money. And next thing you know, you've, you've spent it and it didn't really, it didn't really help you with your travel at all because you, you know, bought groceries with it or something on accident. So, exactly. exactly. I think that's a good tip. And the thing is money, 
uh, is fungible, right? You can you can use it. Like, say you're not going to travel this year, you can use it to go uh, to pay for a bill, or like something like say your hot water heater breaks, or you have a car repair. You can use that money for something else. Whereas if it's just miles of points, sometimes you know uh, the money's just sitting in that in that bucket, and you can't use it. And you, there's nothing you can do. And every year, airlines and hotels they kind of uh, they call it a devaluation where they increase the prices for uh, for flights and everything. So you don't, you got to be careful and make sure that if you earn those miles, you want to use them. It's not like a 401k where it increases mm-hmm. in value over time. It's something that reduces in value over time. Uh, that's a good thing to think about because yeah, I, did, I didn't know that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I would have held onto some points and not really realized there's a chance that they could be worth less, you know, in a year than they are now. Exactly. Exactly. So, but, uh, but yeah, on the site, we have a lot of resources available. We have a, a page dedicated specifically to to listeners of the, of the podcast. Uh, it's baldthoughts.com forward slash popcorn. And we offer a free consultation where people fill out some of the information as far as where they're looking to travel to, what type of airlines or hotels they have a local status with, or how they'd like to travel. And from that, we will sit down with them and talk for about a half an hour and walk them through what are some of the options and give them recommendations as far as what's the right credit card that's going to help them achieve their goals. That's for sure. I think it's definitely worthwhile for anyone to check out. So Lee, thanks again for joining me. Appreciate you you being here. And uh, yeah, I'll check in, let you know how I'm doing on the the whole travel hacking side of things. Sounds great. Looking forward to seeing you at the next airport. (laughs) All right, Lee, take care. Thanks again to Lee for coming back and joining me for another episode. As we mentioned earlier, I don't know if you caught episode 48 and 49, which I think I forgot the numbers of the episode at the very beginning. That's why I didn't mention it. But those are the episodes where Lee came on and gave his five simple steps to help you start travel hacking. So hopefully you'll check that out. And with today's episode, you'll be able to be on your way to traveling in style for little to no money, hopefully. And also make sure you stop by ballthoughts.com slash popcorn for the uh, the really nice page that Lee put together for all of you who are listening and who are looking for a little more help and in-depth advice on travel hacking. And as always, you can check out the show notes for all of these links to the prior episodes, to Lee's resource page, and to today's show notes by going to popcornfinance.com slash 63 because this is episode 63. And also, I want to give a shout out to William, who you heard at the beginning of today's episode. I want to say thanks. Appreciate you calling in. And William was referencing episode 42, where I spoke with Rob Eric from Money Nomad and Chris Hutchins from Grove regarding the FinEx program, which is a great program put in by CFSI, where they take people out into the real world and let them experience life from the perspective of someone who's not able to take advantage of our banking system, for whatever reason it may be, and just how difficult life can be when you don't have access to many of the things we take for granted. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, because I had a really great time talking with him about this this really amazing program. And in the show notes, I'll have more information about Dave.com, which is a service that it provides in advance to, to help individuals who have irregular income, cover bills and expenses that may come up during tough times. Also, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you find podcasts and probably wherever you're, you're listening to this right now and that you follow me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook so that way you can find out updates and also when I'm going to be releasing next week's episode with Alan from Dream Big Live Tiny. I actually had done some posts on Instagram about tiny homes and I've had this, this fascination with them I've had for years and I actually put out a little survey and said, is anyone interested in me talking about this and I actually got a really great response. So I got a hold of Alan who runs this really amazing Instagram. Instagram page and website. You got to go check it out. There's some really cool stuff that they're doing with tiny homes and he's kind of documenting that and sharing it and spreading the word about, about tiny living. So make sure you're subscribed so you get the newest episode right when it releases. And as always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. 
and I'll talk to you soon.